2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. Um, tonight, in, Carrie will be cooking her French dip. And um, just to go over a few things, I'm going to give the date. It is Sunday, January 30th, 2022. All right. So if you would like to connect with Carrie or myself, you can reach us at acbcooks at gmail.com. If you would like to receive the recipes in your inbox every week, you can send an email to acbcooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io, and that'll get you on the list. And uh, then you can go back and look at the archives if you'd like. So I'm going to go to Miss Sheila. And Sheila, if you will give us the commands, and then we'll turn it over to Carrie. Well, thank you, Courtney. It is a pleasure to be here. Please remember that we are being recorded for security purposes, and you must hit the got it button in order to unmute. To raise your hand on a PC is Alt-Y. To mute and unmute is Alt-A. To raise your hand on a Mac is Option-Y. To mute and unmute is Command-Shift-A. If you're on a smart device, tap on More options and slide to raise hand and double tap on that and in the lower left is the mute and unmute and then on a standard keypad it's star nine for the letter y and star six for the letter m to mute and unmute there you go thank you Hello, everybody. This is Carrie. This is Carrie from Fort Worth, Texas. And tonight I'm going to share with you a recipe. It's called French dip. And this uh, recipe actually has a little bit of a story I wanted to share with everybody. My sister, um, my older sister, loves to read um, recipe magazines and all that. And she discovered this recipe about 25 years ago. And Ever since then, we have had it at every family function when we get together in reunions. We make this on ski trips when we go as a family. We have done it on camping trips even. So this recipe really means a lot to my family. And it just, um, it's a simple, very simple recipe. It feeds a lot of people. It also gives you lots of options afterwards if you have leftovers, depending on your crowd. And it's um, also one of those recipes that 
I think all of us in the next week are going to be hitting what we call the frozen tundra. The temperatures are going to be dropping. It's going to be cold. This is a warm you up kind of recipe. It's easy to make, like I said earlier. And this recipe will make your house smell so good that I've actually had people who have made this actually shortcut the time just to start digging into the meat. So I hope everybody enjoys it. Um, we're going to um, review the ingredients here in a minute, but I just wanted to say that we're going to use a raise hand feature and I will stop at different points and we'll take questions. And so Courtney, if you could read off those ingredients real quick, that'd be wonderful. Sure. And one thing I failed to mention, we want to keep this room safe, welcoming and respectful. So please just raise your hand and wait to be called off. And um, so we'll go ahead and get started. All right. So you will need a three to four pound roast, two cups of water, a half a cup of soy sauce. It's the light soy sauce until the other day. I didn't know there was a difference, but okay. All uh, right, one tablespoon, one tablespoon of rosemary, one tablespoon parsley, one tablespoon onion salt, one tablespoon of garlic powder, and one tablespoon of peppercorns. All right. Thank and this you, is Courtney. cooked in the crock pot, so you'll need your crock pot as well. That is correct. So, you know, um, I do a lot of crock pot cooking because um, being a person who works a lot and has a very busy schedule, it's easier for me to go ahead and prep a dinner. And so that way, when I come home at night or when my day is finished, it's a lot easier to prep um, side dishes to go with my meal. But you do also have the option to make this in the oven. And we'll discuss that at the end of the actual recipe. So um, we are going to use the, I have a standard six quart crock pot for this one. And for this recipe, I do like to use the crock pot liners. Um, because one, there's a lot of liquid involved in this. Um, two, I really hate doing dishes. And three, um, at the end of the recipe, you'll see um, kind of a shortcut I took um, after I lost my eyesight in dealing with the liquid. It's easier for me to um, maneuver. So I'm going to share some of these tips with you. But let's first start by saying you, you're going to pull out your crock pot. And you can do this the night before. Or you can do it the morning that you are wanting to have the meal that night. So... Traditionally, the night before, I pull out my crock pot and I plug it in, but I do not set any of the, the settings on it. But the insert, I will pull out and I will line it with a <clears throat> crock pot liner. Once that's done, I take my roast and you, you can actually use a larger roast, but I'm not going to suggest it because it gets overcrowded. So find a roast that's like a three to four pound roast. And to be honest, for everybody who's on the budget out there, this recipe on the roast, the cheaper the meat, the better it is because it's going to cook all day. And it has a slow and low cooking and it tenderizes so much better. 
Now, you can use a higher quality meat if you want, but really watch your time because when you have a higher quality meat, you're slow cooking it. Sometimes it has that tendency to dry out a little bit or get a little tough. So again, go with the cheapest cut of meat. So today I found a roast. It's a 3.6 pound roast. It's actually a chuck roast. And um, I did verify with my butcher that there's a lot of marbling in there. And when we refer to marbling, that means there's a lot of meat and there's a lot of fat. And I know a, a some people do not like the fat part, which I understand that. But that fat is what really absorbs and releases the flavor in, in your meat, okay? So you're going to take that out of the package. Normally, a roast is in a what they call a styrofoam tray. It is saran wrapped. And when you open it up, you'll pull the roast out. And underneath, there will be an absorbent pad underneath. So make sure you don't put that little pad in your roast. We have done that before. So learn from my mistakes. Okay. So you're going to pull that roast out. You're going to place it in the bottom of the crock pot. Next, you're going to take a liquid measuring cup. And I stress this because a lot of people tell me, oh, it's easier just to use a dry measuring cup. And I am a avid believer that you use liquid for liquid and dry for dry. But if you want to use a dry measuring cup, remember, you want to add just slightly more water than, or slightly more liquid. I, I apologize, slightly more liquid because of the way a dry cup is designed. It is not designed like a liquid cup. So you're going to use a little bit more if you use that dry cup. So I have a set of liquid measuring cups that are stacked. I have a one-fourth, a one-cup, a two-cup, and a four-cup. So I will pull out my two-cup measure, liquid measuring cup, and I will fill it with water. And I can actually go to the top of my measuring cup on this. Because, you know, there is a little bit of forgiveness when you're cooking versus baking, okay? Now, you're going to pour that water directly over the roast. So center your, your pouring, you know, in the middle of your crock pot. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to take, you're going to get a half cup. And now this is a little bit more tricky, I will admit. But, um... What I have done on my one cup measuring liquid cup is on the outside, I have put a tactile marker, like a bump dot at the half, at the one half cup measuring. So um, on the outside. So what I'll do is I will take my soy sauce. I open it. Now, when you open the soy sauce, you're going to have a little cap on top, a little plastic cap. When you're pouring as much liquid as we are, it's just best to discard that plastic top just by, you just kind of peel it off. And so what I do is I pour the liquid in and I kind of hold both my thumb and my, my index finger right where that bump dot is. And I will feel till that liquid hits that, um, the inside finger, my, my 
my index finger. Um, it's not an exact measurement. And if somebody else has a great suggestion on how to measure a half cup, you know, I will listen to you because like I said, I've only been at this about 18, 19 months. So I am open to any suggestions. Okay. Now take your soy sauce and I use the light soy sauce. Light soy sauce in definition only means it's less sodium. That is the only difference between soy sauce and light soy sauce is the sodium content. I myself, it's a personal preference. I have to use less sodium for my own diet. So if you find it more flavorful to use the full, then go right ahead. There's, you know, no judgment here. Because this is your food. This is your meal. Okay. So next we're going to add all the different herbs. Um, this recipe, I have tried it with fresh herbs. Um, it really does not um, do well with fresh herbs. So this is a chance to use all your dry herbs. And so what I have done is I have purchased several small metal tins with clear plastic lids on top. And I empty, when I buy herbs, I will put those herbs in these tin cups with the lid. Um, I myself, I'm still learning Braille. So I have chosen to use Audible. So I have these little Audible stickers I stick on there. And with my pin, I will tell it to record parsley or tell it to record thyme or rosemary. And so all my tins have these little dots on them. And I have alphabetized my herbs and spices to help me know where to locate the different ones. Um, I have quite an extensive collection of herbs and spices. I will tell you I have over 56 herbs and spices. So this was quite a task when I lost my eyesight to take this um, little project under, you know, to get it under control to locate my herbs and spices. So this is what works for me. But if something works for you, then stick with it. And again, if you have other ideas, I mean, I am more than happy to listen because, um, you know, it's, it's great to hear other people's idea. And that's the whole point of these cooking classes is to help and learn from each other. Okay. So um, the, the herbs that we're using, everything calls for one tablespoon. The first time you make a recipe, I highly suggest you measure it out, okay? But in this case, I have made this recipe for about 25 years. So I am pretty good at putting the herbs in my palm in my hand and dumping it right into the crock pot. So we're going to add all the herbs that were listed. We're, you know, we've got the rosemary. We've got, um, <clears throat> you know, the parsley. We have the garlic, we have the onion, we have the peppercorns. You know, you're going to put everything in one tablespoon and you're going to take those, each one, and just dump it straight into the crock pot. Now, peppercorns. I prefer black peppercorns for this recipe. You can use pink peppercorns. That's fine. That's not normally something I buy. But that's okay. Again, it's your recipe too. 
if you do not have peppercorns and you choose to use ground pepper, I suggest that you cut that in half. So only use a half a tablespoon of ground pepper. And I'm only saying that because the, the powder has a tendency to um, dissolve in a different way where a peppercorn is whole and it's not um, releasing it as much. But it takes time for it to release the flavor of pepper in it. So that's why I suggest using the peppercorn in this recipe. So, okay, so now we have everything put into the crock pot. We're going to put a lid on it. And if you're making it tonight before, you can put it in the refrigerator. And the next morning, when you get up, you take that crock pot insert out of the refrigerator. And you just kind of let it cool down while you get dressed, get ready for work. And then right before you leave, you put that insert into the heating element of the crock pot. And um, my crock pot is Wi-Fi accessible, which is awesome. So I am able to set my low temperature and I will normally cook this at six hours uh, for a three pound and I will go eight hours for a four pounder or, or larger. <clears throat> now once you have set your timer and your settings on your crock pot the you, you, you have nothing else to do you walk away. So you can go work. You can go and do all your ACB workshops and classes. You know, you can go listen to, you know, your music. Do whatever you want throughout the day. But I will warn you, personal experience, whenever I make this recipe, my house smells so good that about noon you, get, you start getting cravings and you start getting hungry. But do not give in to those. Do not lift that lid up. Do not try to sample it. Just let it cook all day. So at the end of the day, your crock pot is going to beep. Mine beeps like six times to let me know that the, the meal is ready. I unplug it. I turn off the settings. And I will pull the insert out of the heating element. And I do this only because I um, don't like spillage inside of my heating element. And it's kind of a real, um, it's not my most favorite thing to clean. So I like to pull my insert out and put it on a trivet. So that way it does not ruin my countertops. Once you have pulled your insert out, you could take the lid off now. And with this, you're going to, you, you have to make a choice at this point. You are going to say, are we going to have sandwiches, which are French dip sandwiches? Or are we just going to have a standard roast beef and serve with, you know, carrots, potatoes, you know, and hot rolls? If you choose to go the standard roast, that is, that's wonderful. All you're going to do is you're going to take a spatula and you're going to kind of go under the bottom of the meat. And you're going to be able to feel the weight of the meat, okay? Pull that out and put it on a platter. And then you're going to take a ladle and you're going to, you're going to ladle just a little bit of that juice over the meat. And that is a standard roast that your grandmother would have made back, you know, when you were probably a young kid and you were over there for Sunday dinners. 
So this recipe, you know, has options. And that's option one. Option two is my favorite, and that is called the traditional French dip. So when I pull the roast out, I put it in a bowl. And I take my forks and I shred it. And again, it's kind of like the shredding that we did on the chicken, on the Rotel chicken earlier this month. You take two forks back to back, you you put them um, back to back and you pull, you put them back to back, pull, put them back to back, pull. And once you start feeling the meat um, shredding, you can actually, you know, you put your fingers in there and you'll feel where you have chunks. And if you see some chunks or you feel chunks, just kind of, you know, pull them apart a little bit. Make sure you're washing your hands. That's really key, though, too. Wash your hands before, wash your hands after. So once you have done all that, that is your shredded beef. It, that's all that is. It's just shredded beef. Now, if you take the, if you, if you take the, the liquid that's in the crock pot, that is called now au jus. It's a wonderful dipping sauce. It's very runny. It's almost, um, it's very liquidy. So just be prepared. So what I do is if I have four people at dinner that night and we're having French dip, I will get four small ramekins out and I will ladle just the juice in those little small bowls or ramekins. And I will put those around the dinner table, you know, at each place setting. And then I will take a loaf of French bread. And to me, this is the key. This is another key ingredient um, for the sandwich. Buy the French bread that you find at the bakery that's in the long paper bags. It's usually about 99 cents. And it's kind of crusty. People almost use the word stale on it. But that's what you want. You want a stale crusty bread and so you're going to cut it um, into what you would feel like is a long enough sandwich I usually can get six sandwiches out of one loaf of bread so I will cut it in the half and then from there I cut it in half again on one side and cut it in half again on the other side and I usually use a serrated knife And now when you're cutting this, this is going to be kind of messy because, like I said, it's dry, it's flaky, and and that's okay. Now, French bread is traditionally not sliced down the middle, so you will have to take your cut portion, turn it on the side, and take a serrated knife and just gently kind of in a nice sawing motion. You don't want to go all the way through the bread. You just want to get it so you can open it up to make a sandwich. Now, you're going to place the beef inside of that sandwich. And if you're a cheese lover, this is a great time to add provolone cheese to it. You can use other cheeses, um, you know, whatever fancies your, you know, your taste buds. And so each person is going to get a portion, the sandwich portion. And when they eat it, you're going to encourage them to dip it into the au jus. Give it just, you know, two or three seconds to absorb into that meat, you know, to that um, bread. 
you pull it out, you eat it, and that is your very, very simple French dip made in a crock pot with no efforts. So I told you that there is a way that you can actually do this without a crock pot. If you want to use your oven, if you have a Dutch oven with a heavy lid on it, you can do this exact same recipe, but you're going to go 350 and you're going to go four hours. And um, it's just a different, um, there's really not a whole lot of difference, but you want to really make sure you use a Dutch oven. I have tried this by using a roasting pan um, with tin foil. I've tried using um, an oven-proof skillet, a deep oven-proof skillet with a lid. It, but the Dutch oven seems to be the best tool if you're going to use the oven method. So, well, I have rambled on for quite a bit of time. Sheila, do we have any raised hands? Um, no, ma'am, not yet. Carrie, this sounds absolutely delicious. <laughs> I haven't had my dinner and I want no French dip right now. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this will be on Courtney's menu for this coming week. So, um, and um, I did have, um, I thought I had a question and now I don't remember what it was. So, well, now you have some hands raised. <laughs> okay, well, good. That'll give me time to think of my question. So, all right, okay. who do we have first? Herbie. All right. Now, a couple of questions. First of all, Carrie, and I promise I'm not being bribed to ask this, but has this been included in um, for Sheila to include in her crockpot recipes? <clears throat> <clears throat> I, 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 I promise it's it's it truly is coincidence that Sheila happens to be hosting this, and I just <laughs> thought of it. It really is. I I, I promise. And no, it was not. <laughs> oh, she's it muted, was not. But you know, Sheila and I, you know, we we. Well, love Sheila to has not her. sent out her document yet, so it might there might still be time. I I I I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, I've not seen a. The recipe document from last Wednesday's call. So, <laughs> if Gary gives me permission, it can be sent to Sheila. Well, and absolutely, Courtney. You know, let's send it to Sheila. You know, um, and honestly, Herbie. You know, I, that's a great point. Um, I I kind of wanted to keep the recipe until I gave it tonight because um, you know it's one of those things where I was going to feature it. So, you know, I wanted to, you know, kind of give it to break, break the ice with it tonight. And, you know, of course, Sheila has absolutely, you know, can include it with her recipes. That's wonderful. All right. Well, now here's where I am getting attacked. See, you know, you've made Chanel's mouth water and we don't have a crock pot, though I have really thought about investing in one. So then two other questions I have. One, you mentioned you actually have a Wi-Fi enabled crock pot. Um, which one, and did you, were you able to set it up independently, or did you need help? And two, I have an air fryer that works as an air fryer, roaster, um, combination type thing. Would that qualify as a Dutch oven? No. I, I have not used this recipe with an air fryer. So if, if anybody tries it for the first time, let me know how it goes. Um, I have never used the air fryer on this recipe. And... So the Dutch oven is actually a, um, 
is a heavy, almost like a cast iron skillet or ha- cast iron weighted pot that is um, has the porcelain. Um, what do you want to call that? It has the porcelain um, coating on the inside. Yeah. yeah, and it's very very heavy. I, I we just weighed mine the other day because I'm moving, and mine weighs twelve pounds. So these things are heavy. Yes, I have a pot that's kind of like that, but it has a regular lid. That wouldn't work as I could. Mm-hmm. Can I use that in a regular oven? If if the lid is oven proof, yes. Okay. Um, but and so you know, like my lid has a metal top to it. You know, like a metal holder handle. Yes. But if it's plastic, and that's a good point. If it's plastic, don't put it in the oven, people. Don't do it. No, no but if it's metal. the metal lid, then I could actually do this in the oven. And what temperature would you recommend? I uh, That'll be at 350, and you'll cook it for four hours. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if you are if you know that your cookware is oven safe, then then yeah, you go ahead and you know use it in the oven. And I think I know what and pot I'm going to try this in, so that works out beautifully. And, and as to- far as your Wi-Fi, yes, I... I, okay, I had this, I've had this crock pot for about five years. And after I lost my eyesight and I started listening to all these calls, I realized that my crock pot had Wi-Fi accessibility. And I was able to set it up on my own um, and, and, and walk through it. So I was pretty proud of myself, to be honest. And right. this was a gift to me, like I said, for about five years from a friend of mine. So it's... it's all right, and can I just ask one little question real quick? For us old fogies like me, do they still sell the regular crock pots that just had one dial on it where you set the temperature, hurt yep. to low, medium, or high, and that's all yep. you need? They still sell those? Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, now, you're, um, I think most of them now come with low, high, and keep warm. So you, in the keep warm is in different places because I have two different crock pots and they're different right. um, on each one. So you just have to bump dot, you know, whichever one and I bump dot the high. Um, so, and to answer your question about cooking it in the air fryer, I would not um, because of all the liquid. Um, I don't know how well that would do in an air fryer because you've got two and a half cups of liquid plus what, going to be coming from the roast. So this air fryer, this air fryer, what it has is, so this thing, it's one of those multi-units that can do several different things. So one of the things, options it has is a roasting tray. Oh. And so I can set the oven to a rotisserie mode and roast that way. So it wouldn't actually be using the air fryer. It would be using a roasting um, control if I used that. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, that does. does. But just, you know, keep in mind, you're going to have, like I said, two and a half cups of liquid that you're putting in there. Yeah, I, I'm going to use the, I think I know what pot now I can use for the oven. So I'm going to okay. try that instead. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would be left of the air fryer, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, but that that's just, you know, if you try it, please come back and let us know if it worked or didn't work. You know, um, uh, that little but, tray can't hold that much liquid. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and I was just putting that out there for others who might be tempted to use the air fryer. You know, just keep in mind the amount of liquid you're having to put in there. And I know my air fryer would not hold it. Um, I don't think it would hold a three pound roast either. So, and, right. and Herbie, I'm going to give you a quick plug. Um, what, do you, what are you making this week? 
So this Tuesday, I will be making breakfast burritos, and that's going to be <sighs> awesome. at 9 a.m. Central. If you want to cook along with me, the basic ingredients are going to be nothing more than flour tortillas, grated cheese, and eggs, and then whatever fillings you want. And we'll talk about wrapping burritos, and we'll talk about all sorts of tips that other people are not, undoubtedly going to have. And somebody even came up with a very interesting way to make it a breakfast quesadilla. So we're going to talk about that as well. So that is oh, this Tuesday. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to taste that one. And then Janine on Wake, Make, and Bake will be doing a vegetarian spaghetti this Wednesday. So um, you guys have a lot of cooking options this week. Yes, you do. It looks like we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner covered. This is awesome. There we go. (laughs) That was done unintentionally. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Carrie. It is is, uh, 31 after, so. Okay, thank you. uh Um, Kenny is your next hand. Hi, Kenny. How are you? My friend, Kenny. <laughs> hey, ladies, good evening. Um, I don't mean to sound dumb here or anything, but I do that very well anyway. But anyway, um, so you pour your liquid right over the top of the rose. In regards to the herbs, the thyme and rosemary and parsley and stuff, you dump that in. Do you spread that out over the top of the rose or... Nope. Spread it out nope. on the sides, or do you dump it in the liquid? You just dump it right on top, too. Yep, you could just dump it right on top because you know your your um, it just mixes. There's enough liquid that it just kind of it kind of just settles on the top of the surface, and it just kind of moves around on its own. So you don't have okay. to do any stirring or nothing, Kenny. It's easy. Okay. Okay. Well, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I want to say is it's delicious, man. It sounds delicious. I can't wait to try it. Thank you, ladies. You have a good evening. Kenny, send me your review, okay? Okay. All right. Sheila, who do we have next? Jill. Hi, Jill. Hello. Um, do you set the crock pot to low or high? I know you said you do it like six to eight hours but do you start out high and then lower it nope i just go to low and i keep it on low the whole time okay so um so do you do about eight hours would you say when i use a larger roast like the you know how you get um the roasts are are never just like perfectly three pound or four pound so if i get a four pounder with extra meat you know like a like a Mm 4.3 or 4.6 then I will go the full eight hours. But if I get a oh, rose okay. that's like in the three range, then I only go the six hours. Mm-hmm. Great question. And I bought stuff to make Courtney's curry chicken for tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, oh, we are well, looking forward you to your reply. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If y'all try some of our recipes and if you like them or even if you don't like them, let us know. Let us know. Um, yeah I made the the sauce just the sauce last night because I had some quinoa and I added some I didn't have raisins but I had craisins so I added some craisins and it's pretty good so that's what I'm gonna have for dinner yeah yeah all right thanks for calling in Jill Sheila do we have any more hands Linda hi Linda how are you Hi, I'm good. This sounds delicious. 
Um, my question well, thank is... thank you. I hope uh, you enjoy it. <laughs> can't wait to try it. Um, I believe the recipe called for onion salt. If I have onion powder, can I use that instead? Excellent question. And I should have brought that up when we were going through them. Yes, if you have onion powder, you can use it. Um, I choose onion salt because um, it's the, I like the taste of onion salt, and I don't use a lot of salt in a lot of my recipes. But if you use the powder, I would add just a little bit like a, a pinch of salt in there, you know, just to kind of draw out that flavor, because that's what salt, that's what salt's job is to do is to draw out flavor. So definitely use the powder. Just add a little salt on the side, okay? Great. Thank you. Oh, definitely. And thanks for the question. You're welcome. And it's just something else to think about, too, if you're using the onion powder. Um, if you're using regular soy sauce and not the light, then, um, you know, you may not need that extra salt. I don't know. Uh, but um, That's a good just, point, just yeah. A, just a thought. Mm-hmm. All right. Sheila, um, that is all of your hands for now. Okay, and I remembered my question. I even told Jason so he could help me remember. So, Carrie, you were talking about, you know, you could cook a larger roast, but it's not really going to fit in the crock pot. Could you cut it into chunks and try to spread it around a little bit better before you, you cook it? You absolutely can do that. I mean. You know, there's there's really no rules on this recipe, to be honest. And yes, you could cut it and, um, you know, spread it around, like you said. Or you could cut your roast in half, wrap the other half, freeze it so for the next time, you know. So you right. have lots, you, you know, you can go lots of options on that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you cut it into chunks, it's easier to shred. Exactly. So... Okay. Yes. Thank you. All right. Sheila, do we have any other hands? No, ma'am. Not right now. Okay. So let me give you some tips and tricks on the leftovers. This, you know, when you shred this beef, it seems to multiply. So if you have leftovers, which I am not opposed to using leftovers at all, you now have shredded beef. So now think about all the recipes that call for shredded beef. You know, you could do shredded beef sandwiches with barbecue sauce on it, if you like. You can do a uh, burrito with shredded beef. You could do the tacos. Um, If you are making a vegetable stew, you can make your vegetable stew and add the meat at the end because your meat is already cooked and you don't want to overcook it and dry it out. There are endless possibilities to using the beef for the leftovers. And so, you know, really, you know, play with it and have fun with it. That's the whole thing about cooking. Cooking is fun for me and that's why I enjoy it. So, all right. Do we have any other hands? I'm getting so hungry, Carrie. No, ma'am. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm starving. I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> you started talking about things to do with the leftovers and I was calling them out to Jason. He's like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, me too. All right, well, we can kind of go over what um, we're going to do next week, and then I'll read over the recipe one more time. And um, Oh, you got a hand raised. Okay. Like, well, I, knew, I, knew, I knew if I said no, you didn't. <laughs> yes. 
They're gonna, they want to make a liar out of you, aren't of they? Of course, Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra. I just wanted to tell you guys that I'm going to try the recipe. I've been kind of busy and haven't been able to grab the ingredients, but I am going to try it. Sounds really good, and you guys are doing an awesome job. Well, thank you. And I really want your opinion on this, girl. You have no idea what it would mean to hear from you on this. Yeah. Oh, I'm not worried. I know, I know for sure that Courtney's a good cook, and I'm 99.99.99.99% sure that you are. So. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Someday when but I, I will up, give I'll you my feedback like anyway. Yes, y'all, y'all, please do. Like I said, give us your feedback and let us know what you think. So next week Hang we're going to be. You got another ah, hand. Just okay. be patient. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, <laughs> Desi. Hi, Desi. How are you tonight? I'm good, Carrie and Courtney. How are you guys? Hungry. <laughs> all right um can you hear me yes good um because sometimes my phone does weird things um i mean i don't do them the phone does you know um <laughs> this sounds absolutely fabulous i cannot wait to do this it is going to be so good now i um i got a delivery a couple minutes ago so i missed its small part and i was wondering did you say um, there's another alternative for using this if you don't, like, do sandwiches? Yes. You can actually pull the whole roast out yourself, you know, with, mm -hmm. with a spatula. And right. put it on a platter. And then put that on that platter. You can serve your, like, roasted carrots and potatoes and right. serve it just like a grandma's home-cooked meal. Yum. All yeah. right, I'm definitely trying this. Thank you so much. This is a great call. Thank you, and thank you for everything. Yeah, thanks right. for joining us. All right, my pleasure. Okay, do we have any other hands? You officially no. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, if we get some more, we'll get those after we go over what we're going to do next week, and then we'll read over the recipe. So next week, we are going to start preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to um, fix some, a couple of appetizers. I don't know if Carrie and I are going to tag team it that night or if one of us is just going to do it. But um, I have put in a request for her to do her Southwestern egg roll recipe. And then I'm going to come up with something. And then um, I'm probably going to throw in some recipes just um, in the email that I send out for some other things that would be great for um a Super Bowl party. So if you have some of your favorites um, that you would like to share in that recipe exchange, um, she don't, I guess I'm taking over your call. Um, but if you have some that you would like to for us to send out and share with the rest of the group, just get them to us at acbcooks at gmail.com. And I'll put them in uh, text only format just so they're easier to read and, um, and give you the credit for it. So, yeah, be sure to send in your recipes for that, and we can share those because the more the merrier when it comes to what I call football food. So, all right. Do we have any more hands? No, ma'am. Okay. So I'm going to go over the recipe real quick, and then uh, if there's any more hands, we'll take them then, and then I'll let Carrie do the final wrap-up. 
All right. So you're going to need a three to four pound roast, two cups water, a half cup of light soy sauce or regular if you would prefer to use regular. And you'll need one tablespoon of each of these and you add them one at a time. So you'll need uh, one tablespoon of rosemary, tablespoon of parsley, one tablespoon of onion salt, one tablespoon of, uh, excuse me, garlic powder, and one tablespoon of peppercorns. That's whole black peppercorns or the color of your choice. And then you put it in the, put all that in the crock pot, turn it on low and let it cook for six to eight hours, depending on the size of your roast. And you can also cook that in the oven at 350 for approximately four hours. All right. So Carrie, I'll let you take us out. Well, thank you, Courtney. Courtney, as always, thank you. I appreciate, you know, um, working with you. You're always an absolute pleasure. And I really want to thank Sheila. Sheila, as always, you are a perfect host. Uh, you are the hostess with the mostest, and we love you. <laughs> love you, too. And we also like to thank uh, Michael. Michael is streaming this for us, and it is much, much appreciated that, you know, everybody can take their time to... Um, make this call a success. So, you know, we are all cooks and we all love to cook. Um, Courtney and I do. And, you know, and I'm going to throw Herbie in there and I'm going to throw Janine in there and Sheila in there. So, you know, catch all of our calls, um, you know, this week and next week and, you know, share, share, share. And again, if you have any questions, email us and we will, you know, help you with anything. If you make the recipe, I want to hear your reviews and any other suggestions you have, it would they're you know they're welcomed in every way. So, so we are looking forward to Courtney and her appetizers and football food. And um, I will be joining her next week because unfortunately, uh, my team had to bow out today. So I will be joining Courtney next on on the Super Bowl week. <laughs> and are you ready to take one more hand? Oh, sure, sure. Okay, I just had one quick question. Could you give the um, the subscription address for the emailing list again? I certainly can. Sure. Uh, to subscribe to the email list, the, the address is acbcooks, the plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. And if you forget about that, um, it's in the description for um, the call tonight. But oh, okay, great. Already, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you've already deleted that email by now and you still need the information, you can also email us at acbcooks at gmail.com and we can give you that subscription information. And I've had some to contact me by Facebook Messenger. So you can do that as well. Oh, wow. Just, if you know how um, to get in touch with us, then yes. you know, just get in touch with us any way you can and we'll get it to you. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. Again, like Carrie said, thank you all so much for coming. And Sheila, thank you. Carrie, thank you for taking time out of your weekend to uh, walk with us through this recipe and help us prepare. And Michael, thank you so much for taking time out of your weekend to stream the call for us. We do appreciate that. So we will see you all next week. And, and hopefully we'll see you in some other community events soon. Y'all have a great rest of your Sunday evening and we will <laughs> see you next time.